1: Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott 97.5, and 1280 The Zone. We are live today from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices is so low it'll blow your The warehouse. We mentioned this a lot, Gordon, but uh, for those of you who've probably been out furniture shopping and noticed that nobody has anything in stock, <laughs> uh, they do. And they have it in stock at prices better than you're going to find anywhere else. There really is no point in going anywhere else. Then here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. And we realize 300 West is a bit of a construction zone at the moment. They will make it worth your while, just uh, if you have to be a little patient on 300 West. But come by. It'll be worth it to you. Well, it's all around us, and we're sitting on it. It is. It's very nice. It is. 1825 South, 300 West. All right. What's going on where we check in? Uh, with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Let's start things out with DJ and PK. They were laying out their question of the day today. Thoughts on the Field of Dreams game in Major League Baseball.
2: How could you not enjoy the single greatest regular season baseball game ever? It was absolutely beautiful. What would the nominees be for greatest regular season baseball games ever? You'd have to go down Cal- to like six because this is the first top five. <laughs> Cal Ripken breaking the record. They put on a show with him jogging around the ballpark and they had the numbers up on the warehouse out there. That was pretty good. And game. I was in the, the slot game. for the watchdog that night and I, I when you're in the slot you have control over everything. The pressure's on you and I wrote the headline Rip, Ripken's streak dash so long. <sighs> Freaking genius. <laughs> yeah, word play. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Those are regular season games, those one-game playoffs that, uh, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox and Bucky Those, those Dent. are playoff games. Officially, they're game 163. I know, but they're playoff they games. feel like playoff games What about, too. say, Barry Bonds? What about him? Him breaking the home run record. That was a huge spectacle. Mm. Yeah, but it is, you're right, huge spectacle, but it doesn't feel like the greatest regular season baseball game. This was it. You can't top it. This is another thing. Then I do this just to get on your skin because you just drive yourself bonkers trying to figure it out, and you can't come up with it. You can't top me. I got gotcha. you. This could be it. It's not could be. I want to hear more nominees before we decide. Well, you can name a hundred nominees, and they won't top this. Rob says I never watch baseball, but I watch part of that game. So well, that's a good gather, a good measuring stick. Don't when screw people aren't him. into it. we don't need him. When people aren't, <laughs> they don't need him. You may not, but he's there nonetheless. I don't care if he's there nonetheless triple compound word irregardless it doesn't matter I don't need him I jump on the bandwagon now the greatest thing ever it doesn't sound like he jumped on the bandwagon it sounds like he gazed at the bandwagon I don't care get out of here I don't want counts. you gazing on my sport get out we don't need you we don't want you Rob you're being rejected easily <laughs> Swat Lake City Rick says, even though my team lost, I don't think you could have scripted a better ninth inning. You could not. The thing about baseball, there's no more sport that has more romanticism than baseball. Dad, you want to have a catch. If you don't tear up on that, and I am the hardest courses SOB ever, and I do. Mm, You project that, but I don't think you actually are. They think I am. (laughs) (laughs) I could convince him otherwise, but it would ruin the show. (laughs) So with that in mind, I tear if you don't tear up on that, something's wrong with you. There's nothing that compares to Hey Dad, you wanna go kick some penalty kicks? It just doesn't I mean it doesn't fly. (laughs) No offense to you people. But it doesn't. Fly. <laughs> <You people. laughs> it doesn't fly like that. Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? Come on. The romanticism of this sport is off the charts compared to anything else, and they captured it in one night. It's absolutely beautiful. How could you not enjoy the single greatest regular season baseball game ever? And Christopher says because baseball is boring. Yeah, that was pretty boring. When we come back, Blaine Fowler, BYU Football.
1: Well, they got a piece of the tease there. <laughs> Catch uh, Blaine in podcast form, I'm sure. He was, uh, he was terrific. Okay, so. I'm with him. PK's a baseball guy. and am uh, The, the, the feel goods and all that. But and, and that was the highest rated regular season baseball game in 16 years. But here's the thing. What does it say about your sport when you have to trump it up with some hokey gimmick to get interest? It wasn't hokey. A little hokey. Come
3: no, on. No, I mean, that's, that's part of the beauty of baseball is what that movie was all about. And playing catch with your dad like P.K. was saying there. I have such fond memories of that with my dad until I threw it over his head four times. He threw the glove down and walked inside. I have but, great uh, memories uh, playing catch with my dad, but the point uh, remains: he was
1: saying it's the greatest regular season baseball game of all time. Well, what does that say that you have to have some gimmick to
3: make that so? Well, I'm not. I don't necessarily agree that it was the best baseball game uh, regular season of all time, but it was cool. It was the whole setting. It was beautiful. It was. It was just moving. Uh, it was a little over the top at times. A little dramatic, but uh, I liked it. And then the way the game turned out was fantastic. And that that uh, Yankees reliever who uh, blew the save—he—he he was lost in the corn maze. I mean, he, that's that's a true story, right? That's in, Austin. You read that report? He got lost yeah. in the maze. In the maze maze. Uh,
1: But it'd be like saying, oh, the greatest uh, regular season NBA basketball game was that game where they released a hive of live bees during the game to uh, spice it up a little bit. Oh, Uh, no. You're the one one who's always the beauty of the sport and the competition and all this. This this is a sideshow that makes it the greatest thing ever. Or if they played
0: an NBA game at Old Hickory Fieldhouse uh, from Hoosiers, right?
1: Do you need the gimmick to... Yeah, but
3: it wouldn't even be as good as this because, I mean... There's just something pastoral it's a about movie. a baseball game in the middle of a cornfield. You know? It's a movie. You plow under all that crop, so that so that baseball can be played. Oh, beautiful! It'd be like uh, if
1: uh, NBA players wore the Bugs Bunny full suits for a game <laughs> because they were reenacting Space Jam. It's a movie. <laughs> I love the movie too. I do. Uh, It gives me the warm fuzzies as well, but but don't be be
3: putting Space Jam on uh, equal footing with Field of Dreams.
1: They are the same in
3: that they are both movies. Yeah, but it's a movie. It's a part of the. It's a part of the American experience. Kevin, uh, Kevin Costner, Phil, watch Ken Burns' documentary on this. I do, that would throw you guys. I,
1: I like it. I, I, I like the outdoor NHL games. I get it. You're trying to generate interest. But,
3: the, but the, the greatest regular season game, it had nothing to do with the sport. First of all, I didn't say it was the greatest, but it was but re- he really. did. Well, I mean, he said it was, the, it was the top five. Well, he was emotional about it. So? Because it touches your soul if oh. you have one.
1: Best regular season baseball game of all
3: time. Well, it did, the game was fantastic. Hidden home runs in the cornfields. Best regular Who does that game that? of all time. It was pretty special. I mean, they got, the they Kevin got Koster,
0: lucky that it was such a fun game.
3: The Kevin Costner part, when he's out there wandering around the field beforehand with the music playing, I, I, I got you know, I mean, that was pretty dramatic. Why don't they be. have
1: a baseball game and, and send Susan Sarandon out to hit on all the players <laughs> and call it Bull Durham, Bull Durham <laughs> night. <laughs> we have this, you know, it's the it's quote, a gimmick. To quote Susan Sarandon, "Oh my!" <laughs> you know, I think I'm the one person around that did not like that movie. You didn't like. Bull Everybody Durham? speaks about Bull Durham as this great baseball movie, and I just
3: did not care for it. Oh, all right. Well, teach his own. But baseball, there there is a different quality to baseball, Jake. I I, I refer it to in our generational transmission. You know, because most people who get into baseball, they get into it because either their dad or their mom was into it. And they pass that along. They pass the tradition along. And then you go out in the yard and you play catch. I don't know how many, uh, you know, kids go out on the ice and and hit slap shots with their dad or their mom. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, you throw the football around a little bit. I guess that, that works to some extent. But based, there's just something. Again, it's Rockwell, It's uh, it's uh, it's it's pastoral. I it's, got it. I cathedral. grew up. Yeah,
1: I grew up playing baseball. I, I endless hours of catch with my father. Yeah. Yes, it may, it, the feel good. Sure, but I, I again. <laughs> if it's the best regular season game yeah. of all time because of a gimmick, it wasn't a gimmick. It, it gimmick was a gimmick. Such,
3: gimmick's such a. A tawdry term. It was. It was. But by definition, not that's necessarily what it is. Like gimmick, I, it was. I loved it, was it. It was a connection. It was a connection with uh, a moment in entertainment that touched a lot of. I. Me. Hey,
1: I get it. That Austin loved it. Austin, it, it, I got it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was. It, but it the reason by we're talking
0: about it is the, the it's gimmick. A gimmick part. Yeah, because there are walk
3: offs every night in baseball, and we never right. talk about it. Correct. All right, hold on here because I'm going to look up the term. Gimmick, and I'm going to find out technically uh, what how, how a, about a, promotion, a tricky device intended to attract attention, publicity. Or
2: mm. All right, so no, it was a gimmick. Definition.
3: All right, it was a gimmick. <laughs> But it was an awfully cool gimmick.
1: Yes. I'll grant you that. All right, there you go. We can agree on that. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's let's squeeze in Hanson Scotty here. Uh, they had BYU quarterback uh, Nick. Uh, do you pronounce it Billups? Is that right, Austin? Yeah. I want to make sure I'm getting that right. On uh, to talk about, he was employee number one with the Bill bar situation, and uh, they talked to him today. How was that yesterday? Did you see that one
0: coming?
4: Uh, honestly, did not. I thought it was a regular team meeting. You know, just getting ready for practice and then Nick Greer called my name and it was kind of a surreal crazy moment you know i didn't know what to expect i just thought he was messing with me at first but then he brought it you know broke broke it down and told us what the deal was and it was probably one of the best days of my life along with other you know all the other walk on players it was a great feeling
3: it had to have been shocking what what is the first phone call you make after that like who who do you call or who do you text who do you talk to about that
4: Uh, Well, I didn't get to text anybody. I just went to meetings after. uh, We had our position meeting. So I had meetings and we had practice. And then right after that, uh, after practice, I got to talk to my mom and my family. They're all congratulating me and just saying how deserving I was. And, you know, just they're just happy for me because I've been working for this moment for a long time. And I'm just glad to finally be here.
2: Let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit. Where are you from and uh, what led you to here to
4: BYU? I'm from San Clemente, California. Uh, And what led me to BYU is I transferred from the University of Utah. And then, you know, I was just searching around for schools, going to camps, trying to figure out what my next move was. And uh, I got in contact with BYU. And when I came and visited, it was just amazing, the culture, you know, just meeting all the different people that were here. It was just like a great environment to be around. And I I never looked back, you know, now I'm here. I know coming
3: out of San Clemente, you were considered a high-level dual-threat quarterback and, and somebody that can really show his mobility on the field but has great arm strength uh, just to kind of take us into some of the attributes that you that you like the most about what you can do on a football field.
4: Um, well, since my senior year, I've really enhanced my throwing uh, ability, put a lot of more a lot more weight on me. Um, but my favorite thing about my play style is probably my armor, just like my football IQ, just knowing the game and. Just you know, being comfortable. Since I've just played, I've just been playing this game since I was five, so it's just you know, come kind of second nature to me. It's just something I always want to do, you know.
2: Did you have other offers
0: uh, and chose to walk on at BYU, or what was that process like?
4: Uh, yeah, actually, after I left, uh, entered the transfer portal, I got hit up by a lot of different schools, and I had some offers, but I didn't want to move on anything yet. I just wanted to, you know, make the right decision. And then once I heard from DYU, um, me and my mom took a visit up here. Coach Satake broke down what the culture was, and it was just amazing. So take us into
3: the conversations, some of the conversations that you had with the other walk-ons that now have their tuition covered. What was their level of excitement? What is that conversation like?
4: Um, Everyone's excited, you know, and uh, even the scholarship players, you know, showed excitement when we got our names called and they said uh, we're all going to get our uh, tuition paid for. Everyone was excited for us. And I've talked to a few guys and they're just proud to be in the moment. They're just saying how crazy it was.
1: All right, uh, <clears throat> there you go. Hanson Scotty and in then interview with BYU quarterback Nick Billups. He was employee number one. And uh, we we were talking off, off the air. I'll tell you what, you know, Bill Barr and BYU got a ton of attention for that yesterday and continue to get a bunch of attention for it today.
3: Yeah, that's worked out nicely. And uh, do you think it was just a matter of uh, it being first in line, or was it a matter of the fact that it's sort of controversial because people don't know what it all means? Both. Yeah. Yeah, both. I think that's
1: I think it's it is a big deal for a variety of reasons.
3: When you watch the video and I and I have some concerns about where it's going and how it will be used to this kind of uh new attitude and, and latitude. But when I watch the video it is so hard to argue with watching all those kids who work their butts off as walk ons to be to be ha- given or, or having earned and given. Uh, That kind of relief financially is a thing of beauty. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West.
1: Price is so low it'll blow your mind. Joining us now, of course, our good friend Clayton from the warehouse. And, Clayton, let's take care of our listeners, shall we? Hey, let's get it.
5: Don't forget, we have dining room table sets. Sets with two chairs, four chairs, six, even up to eight chairs. Limited time only. At the warehouse, we got to truck in on Tuesday. When we get trucks in, these dining room tables set go fast. Come in, check it out. We also have our king mattress sale going on. Kings usually at twelve hundred fifteen, even twenty two hundred dollars at market value price. We have them marked down to five forty nine. Cal kings as well, normally two thousand dollars, twenty two hundred dollars. We have starting at seven ninety nine. Take care of your health, take care of your back, throw out the old, come and get a brand new mattress here at the warehouse. And of course, our lowest price ever on the Split King adjustable base. That's his and hers. Two adjustable bases, head up, foot up, all the bells and whistles with the free mattress purchase at the with the purchase of the base. Only $1699. We usually on the radio for our listeners who always listen. We're usually twenty one hundred nineteen ninety nine on a special day. We're sixteen ninety nine. Listen, this is only for our radio listeners. Come in, say you heard Clayton on the radio, you heard it from twelve eighty zone, they'll give you the sixteen ninety nine deal. It's only this weekend. That means today and tomorrow, sixteen ninety nine on an adjustable base. You buy the bases, I throw in the mattresses for free. If you've ever thought of getting an adjustable base, this weekend is the time. We have financing as well, so don't feel like you have to break the bank to get this deal. I'm Clayton. Don't forget, we're open through Saturday, and this deal at 16.99 is only good through Saturday. D-O-O-N, boom. Boom, 1825
1: South, 300 West. It is the warehouse. Thanks, Clayton. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280
0: The Zone. This is DJ and PK.
2: Joe Engel's joining us. You told us you wanted a medal. So I'm curious, in the middle of that game, knowing how bad you wanted it, was it just another basketball game or was it a different deal because you knew what was at stake every minute of the game?
5: It was probably the most different feeling I've had in a basketball game, if that makes any kind of sense. All time playing for a medal, whether that be the semifinal or a third, fourth game, we were 0-11. We built this thing for 12 years. Obviously the goal was to win a gold medal. Once we lost the semifinal to the U.S., I think what we struggled with in the past is the mental part between losing that game and in 36 hours having to back it up to still play off for a medal and the guys that have been there those last few campaigns there was just no way we were gonna lose
0: catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. It's
1: your Cougars at 30 update. Uh, talking a little BYU football. No question that Tyler Algier is going to be a big part of what the Cougars do offensively. Here's Coach Kalani Sitake talking about where he can improve.
2: Oh, there's tons. You're looking at perfecting his game. There's a few plays that he wishes he could improve on, and there's also opportunity to get better blocking, catching the ball. All those things matter, but what I really want him to do is just step up and become the leader that we started to see already since the end of the season. Him being a vocal leader, and that's not his deal, but he's getting out of his comfort zone. He's learning how to become a leader, and the players are really taken to him as, as a leader. They, they love following him, and it's not really that difficult when you're a guy that just does everything right and works extremely hard. So, we just need him to keep mentoring these young guys along and being uh, one of the main leaders on our team and, and so far he's doing a good job.
1: This Cougar update brought to you by our friends at S Roofing. Roofing uh, they are your locally owned roof repair experts for a free quote and for all of your roofing needs call S Roofing. <laughs>
0: The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed. Financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust.
1: It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975, and twelve eighty. The Zone broadcasting live from the warehouse today, eighteen twenty-five South three hundred West. Prices so low it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. It is. I was just reading a story about uh, the time that Axel Rose and David Bowie got in a fight over a woman. Oh, yeah? It's a pretty rare. I'm not through a the Love end of triangle? It, but, uh,
3: yeah. It was what a happened? Pretty random fight. I don't know.
1: David Bowie's making eyes at Axel's girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he didn't like it very much. Okay, so where is the line that one must draw? Uh, make You said making eyes? I mean, well, I don't know. I've got a, through the a, whole story, but, but, yeah. but now that you bring that up, how far is too far? What do you mean? What, what's what? the appropriate? What? What? How? If if if, uh, if David was looking or making overtures or looking at uh, Axel's girlfriend, uh, was that? I, I mean, guess that it, would depend on the relationship, Gordon. I don't know. But, if, I mean, uh, okay, so let's say you had a girlfriend before you got married. And I was a single guy, and I was or uh, well, married, whatever. And I was looking at your girl. I mean, how long can I look before I'm inappropriate?
1: I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. Really, it's up to the girl. Why don't I, I, I agreed? Uh, up to the up to the girl for sure. But I'm just coming away with this thinking you'd probably need to keep your eyes to yourself there, Gordo.
0: <laughs> yeah, if we have to set rules, we probably shouldn't be friends anyway. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Exactly, I'm I'm a little uncomfortable with this conversation, and and frankly, what, I mean, what, what do you want to set boundaries with this? What, you know you're, you're what's
3: too to, far. You looking to go I right up I to really the line? Don't. I no, no, no. I just wondered what <laughs> was to to avoid any suspicion or any problem whatsoever. I mean, can I look for two seconds? No. Not at all. Nope. Not for you. Well, wait a minute. Everybody looks at someone. Well. Not for you, buddy.
1: <laughs> you've you've gone through that privilege. Now, uh, congratulations, Austin, and I both will be constantly on defense anytime you're with us uh, and our uh, our significant others. Uh, yeah, but I'm a people watcher. You know, that's not an excuse.
0: That sounds so creepy.
1: That did sound. That uh, I I almost feel like we
3: we really need to move on. Okay, sort of dumped it. I was kind of. <laughs> Come on, you guys. I'm kidding around, but I don't know what the rules are because I I don't, you know, I I have no ill intentions. I just more thought about the
1: randomness of that. They're like from two different eras of music. (laughs) You wouldn't think they would be in the same circles where they would be fighting each other is where my mind went with that story. Yours went with how
3: much can
1: I stare at a girl?
3: (laughs) 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 Tell me what the rules are, Jake. <laughs> no, uh, you know you know you need to ask what the rules are for that. Your wife—that's who you need to ask. But I said you were single, so that was the scenario.
1: So Doke is tearing up summer league. Gordon, you you ready to come around on my guy yet?
3: No, I'll see. I'm giving. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying he's he's never not going to be anything. But I I need I need uh, I need a little more information. How about this? How about this?
1: I think uh, most everybody, including myself, and I. I I think I remember you saying something similar. We were looking for a little bit of a spark from Doke, you know, a little bit of a sign that maybe there is some potential there just because we haven't really seen him very much. Uh-huh. Uh, he's crossed that threshold for me in Summer League. Okay. I think we've seen I think we've seen a little bit of that spark. I think you've seen a little bit of the upside far from finished product. You know, Rudy was far from a finished product, certainly, at this point in his career. And I'm not saying he's going to be Rudy, but I think maybe we came along and saw a little spark from him at this point. I think we saw a little spark from
3: Doak in the summer league. Okay, so are you to the point where you think that was a good draft pick, given what the Jazz's needs were? I don't know, Gordon. Because that's
1: I mean, the big controversy. But who cares what the Jazz's needs were if he turns into Rudy? And, again, I'm not setting that bar,
3: but oh, you get what I of my – okay. If the Let's... guy
1: turns out to be a player, who cares what your needs were, right? I mean, that's the whole we're going to draft the best player available,
3: well, right? Well, that was a big controversy from that draft is why you draft a big man when you have uh, you have needs – uh, on the wings defensively. But how or, often do you solve those
1: problems with a pick in the 20s? Well, I mean, it's
3: better than nothing. Maybe.
1: I mean, I think the point is you'd rather hit on a player than you would draft for a position. I think most GMs would tell you that because you're not. You're not going to fix a need with the 20, what was
3: Doak, 27? 27th pick. Well, but right? I think there was... There was, there may have been some disagreement within the jazz hierarchy. I don't know. I'm not speaking to that. I, I'm no. not so
1: sure. But if if Doke turns out to be a player, then who cares what their needs were? Because you can, at that point, I mean, even if you wanted to move him, at least there'd be value. So, are you to that point where
3: you think he is a player?
1: I don't know if anybody could really be to that point yet. I'm. Uh, that's more why I framed it like I did. Like, I mean, let me put it this way: you would be. I mean, really concerned about his, his potential if he really had a bad summer league, right? I mean, I think most people would. So that's why I'm saying I. I think he's showed enough that you're going okay. Well, I can see where maybe he can
3: advance to be a player where he could put together an NBA career. I think I think we've seen a little spark. Well, certainly at this point, what else can you do? I mean, there's no reason to look back and rue the day. Uh, I just don't know yet. I mean, yeah, there have been some bright moments. Uh, within the structure of the summer league, but uh, I'm I'm not there yet. And it's, I, well, I, it's not like I, I don't want to be there. I just think you're further on down the freeway than I am. Well, I was higher on to him last year
1: than yeah. than you were, which is which is fine. I mean, that's what we do on the show. Yeah, certainly. and I look.
3: If you're right, you're right.
1: I get it. The Jazz just. I mean, well, what you put right there is right on the money. I mean, the water's under the bridge. I mean, there's no sense in. in having the need versus that argument it really doesn't have any purpose i think jazz just want to see him turn into a player and i would guess the jazz fans feel the same and maybe the good the good news about it is is that he they don't need him to be a player right now they can they can afford well, to bring kinda, him along it's you know kinda jammed
3: up at that slot
1: right i mean you've got hassan whiteside coming in so the, the point is like when ed davis absolutely didn't work out for the jazz mm-hmm. they threw tony bradley totally into the deep end Probably where he was not prepared to be. And he did his best, to his credit. It could have been worse mm-hmm. than what he put out there. Dokes not going to be put in that situation. Well, in theory, I guess Whiteside could fall on his face, too. Or you
3: never know who an injury. I, right. I'm but we wouldn't that expect that
1: yeah. at this point. And that, I think that's a good thing. That takes the pressure off him for another year where maybe they can get some minutes. He could get some work in the G League, which he didn't get at all hardly last yeah, year. Exactly, And maybe he can put some game together, and maybe next year is the year where he's able to step into that
3: role. What you're describing here, Jake, is exactly what Summer League is good for. Yeah, 100%. That's what it is. And the G League is good for that, too. But I I, I guess it's totally acceptable to draft a player at that spot who two or three years from the draft – turns into a player. I mean, everybody's so impatient these days. You know, They want something now. And you're right. If he turns into a player, then everyone will forget all about any kind of controversy. Right. I love that. I mean, I love that possibility. I love the fact that these guys can beat the odds. I mean, I, I hope that happens. I wish that happened more than it does. Because I don't like the whole idea. You're slotted in because you were good and up to this point and and that—that's all we're going to uh, focus on. I love the fact that NBA teams invest in these, these, these kinds of uh, efforts. Well, to, to it, find and really it pays off for teams. Uh, we've talked about this. It yeah. certainly has paid off for the Nuggets with a with a pick in the forties with well,
1: Jokic. Well, it was the whole idea behind the G League, right? And and making that useful where you can develop players. And the logic makes sense to me because. Let's say you're not NBA ready at 21, mm-hmm. and some of these guys are coming in even younger than that. But just because you're not M- NBA ready at 21, does that mean you're not going to be NBA ready
3: ready at 23 or 24? Yeah. Maybe you're a bit of a late bloomer, or maybe you got a late start. Or But, but or, I've also heard people say if it doesn't come within the first year, then it's never going to come. And I, I, don't, I don't buy into yeah. that. Do you? no. no. I mean, maybe by tw- – I don't want
1: to. Maybe by 28 or something like that. I mean, well, how old was Joe Ingles when he caught on with the Jazz?
3: 27? Oh, he's twi- – well, maybe. Maybe it was. Well, it was 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, we could look it up and do the math. But the truth is he wasn't 21. Well, That's so for see, sure. Is Joe 33 now? Is he 34? Oh, I don't know. It did, I get your point. So, I mean, you know – He was 27 his rookie season. Yeah
1: I, th- yeah, I thought that I remembered that. He was 27 year so you know with the with the g league now a a team trying to contend like the jazz have less room than than other teams you know we saw that more so during the rebuild with the jazz where players came in and got their opportunities but um you know you can draft a player like doke who i think you know whether you think he's going to get there or not i think physically speaking i think the upside is super high i mean he's really a, a great athlete he's got size that you can't teach um, and so what do you do with that right and and maybe he has the work ethic to turn himself into a really productive player and maybe he doesn't but I mean there are certain things there that that make his ceiling high i think
3: okay i I think it might be, but i'm not really i'm not there yet it's okay but I mean some people yeah. are more visionary than
1: others. Well, sometimes it doesn't work out. The Jazz did the no. same thing with Carilla Fasinko, who was less an athlete and more a, a giant. But they, they drafted him. He was a second-round pick. But they drafted him because you look at a guy like that who really was the size of a house, and you go, okay, the upside is, is super high on a guy like this. We'll draft him. We'll stick him in the system and see how it goes. Now, Carilla couldn't grow up and couldn't quit smoking, and it didn't work <laughs> out. You know, he clashed with Jerry. And it it wasn't a thing. But what did they lose? Really nothing other than some time
3: and resource investment. Well, it's great when it all works out. But when a team has a certain pressing need, it it it, it, it does raise a question. But I
1: don't think they were. And there were some nice players around that. All right. But the odds were you weren't going to f- fix that need with a pick in the mid-20s.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe,
1: maybe. They drafted not. Morris Almond in the mid-20s, Gordon.
3: Well, they drafted Rudy Gobert,
1: well, you
3: know, Who wasn't ready to step in immediately. Yeah. But if you had a need for a, a certain position, it's cer- it's a pass little more palatable. Rudy,
1: pass on Rudy Gobert, draft for need with some wing who will never be able to shoot? Because you're getting a flawed player in the 20s, no matter what. Uh,
3: you're getting what is perceived to be a flawed player. <laughs> really? I, I, that's,
1: that's I don't know good. what doke is going to be. I don't either, but yeah. I think the potential is high, right. and I think he's played well in summer league, which is a good thing because folks would be barbecuing him if he didn't. You know, potential gets you right. Well, it'll get you Rudy Gobert if you get the right work ethic. I suppose If the work out. and the right Let's coaching see. situation. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, th- I'm not. Uh, I'm leaving that on the table. It could happen. Not sportsport is next. Kenneth Scott joins us at five. Stay tuned, 97, five and 12.80 of the zone
0: the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network. Home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: Utah camp continues on getting ready for game number one against Weber State. Defensive line coach Lewis Powell says it's a three-man race to get that spot off, opposite of Mika Tafua.
3: It's been awesome. The competition creates great culture. and It's actually a three-man race. And, and uh, Mickey Tafua and, and, uh, and also because they were called in a three-man spring, we've never had great spring. And we our, our guy that thought that it's going to be Guy. right now he's uh still could be you know it's a three-man race and getting all the reps and they're competing it's really physical gotta pull those guys back once in a while but uh it's awesome it's great depth when it comes down to it it's gonna be all year competition right but we'll see who comes out on top
1: this of 50 update brought to you by the warehouse 1825 south 300 west price is so low to blow your mind it's the warehouse
0: Check this out. And now, your Knot Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. But she needs to feel that like The woman lets her know for She's everything I
2: want and more.
1: Hurry. It's big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Live from the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. It's time for the Knot Sports Report. Brought to you by our friends at the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, at LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today?
3: Uh, we're going all over the place. I got four stories. Wow, we better get to get to doing it because sure, we've got sure. Kenneth Scott coming up. Okay, all right. Three of them have to do with a car. All right. Okay. <laughs> First one is a man in Florida went to bed having parked his car in his driveway. And uh, fell asleep, had a good night's rest, got up the next morning, uh, looked out at his car on the driveway, and it turned out that it now was in the driveway. A, like, large sinkhole opened up, and the car was in the sinkhole. That would suck. Are the mutant mole people attacking? (laughs) No, these sinkholes, they just open up, and man, they just... Anything in its way it just gets swallowed. You know? You need to put a triple stacker out there in that driveway. I guess. And for those of you who don't get that, that was a joke from an hour ago. It was. A woman in England, I think it was England, she got threats from police having supposedly stacked up $30,000 in parking and moving violation tickets. Well, Jake, it turns out that Someone had cloned her license plate. It wasn't her. Oh, that's lame. I know. (laughs) And a woman in Phoenix, Jake, well, she came out to her car when she was away from home. I might have been at a restaurant or something. Came out to her car, noticed a big, large crack in her windshield. It was damaged. And so she flagged down a police officer who was on a bike. Oh, bike officer. And uh, next thing, she was being cuffed and arrested by said officer. Turns out that a woman who looked like her had been in a involved in a collision between a car and a pedestrian not long before, and she was mistaken for that driver. However, it was not
1: her. It, am I not wrong, Austin? Isn't this one of your biggest fears? Because you feel like you fit the description uh, for so many people, like like <laughs> yeah. middle height, middle yeah. weight, bald guy, that like, yes. you're in constant fear of With getting that. With a beard that. and glasses? Yeah. Y-
0: you, you pixelate my face, I'm any criminal in America, yeah.
3: Have, has that ever happened to you?
0: Have I ever been accused of something I haven't done? All the time, every
3: day. <laughs> by, by legal authorities?
0: Oh, yeah, constantly.
1: Isn't that the uh, the whole plot from My Cousin Vinny?
3: I don't know. I didn't see that movie. The about- only, only thing I know about that movie, isn't that the movie where they said two youths? Yeah, yes. yeah. You would really like that movie. All you right. should watch
1: that movie. All right. It, it's a really good movie. But that's that. It's kind of a, the, the,
3: his nephew gets arrested for something he didn't do. And finally, this item, and this is a personal item, has nothing to do with me. Uh Uh Uh-oh. But it happened to my daughter. Okay. It didn't really happen to my daughter, but it happened to my daughter and her husband's house. Okay. They moved to Utah, and they buy a house. And they decide they're going to put a new, make all kinds of renovations, really take the house apart and put it back together. So they, they hire a contractor to go in. And they go in and they start tearing walls out and everything, and they tore a wall out, and behind one of the walls from like the fifties was a stack of dirty magazines really? yeah, that's hilarious and they were i mean they were the kinds of magazines that lobby well, I mean, today would be nothing, I mean but still. Uh, there was a little stuff going on there. That's funny. It was a magazine. I, and, and did you peruse the merchandise? Well, they, the, <laughs> the the the, they, the the contractor gave it to uh, my daughter and her husband, and they brought it home to our place, and we were looking at it. It was all it was all musty, and you know, it was black and white and kind of newspapery, you know, just. Uh, not high quality stuff. So the so the
1: previous owner or a previous owner Someone had a had a stash had a stash and they forgot about
3: it or whatever and they put it in a wall and hence all these years of, I'm guessing wow these that's are, hilarious I'm, it's like a time capsule yes, for I'm, filth I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing this is from the early 50s or wow, something that's I'm not funny. sure but somebody hid that stuff away a little too well. A little too well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, wow, that's hilarious. I was trying to see what year it was, and all it said was the month. It was June. (laughs) This is too good. This is too good. Wow,
1: that's, that's really funny. We're here at the warehouse, 1825 South 300 West, and hey, if maybe you're in a similar situation as Gordon's daughter, where you're redoing a house or remodeling or whatever, well, I'll tell you what. If you've got to refurnish the place, yes. or you're in the market. They, you know a place? I, I do know a place. In fact, I, I, I'm sitting right in the middle of one. <laughs> Clayton joins us again. What's going on, Clayton?
5: How's it going, guys? You have it sounds like you're having too much fun today. Oh, uh, we're having oh, a good yeah. time. You oh, bet. Yeah. Listen, in in the past break, we in the last break, sorry, we talked about the King Split adjustable base at the lowest price we've ever done. At sixteen ninety nine. Now I, I know I said that that's only through this weekend, which means it's only today and only tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, you and you want it or ever thought about getting an adjustable bed, this weekend is your opportunity. But listen, if, you thought, if you've heard me say split king, I don't I don't necessarily want a gap in between my significant.
1: Nobody lost it. We lost uh we lost Clayton. That's alright. We'll uh we'll check in with him. They've got a great deal going right now on the split king. Listen, uh change your your relationship. Gordon, do you have you have the split, right? Yes I do. Where you can go up while
3: uh Lisa can uh, yeah. maintain the position of her choosing. Yeah, that's very nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. And if I want to watch T V or something or you know, I just feel uncomfortable I can Push a button, and next thing you know, I'm comfortable. Unbelievable deal on the split
1: king on top of everything else. And you know what? They have them here. They have inventory. It will be in your house tomorrow. You just have to come down here, 1825 South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. Boom. Boom. Coming up next, Kenneth Scott, former wide receiver, is going to jump on the show. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Now
3: let's get this party started.
0: This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on The Zone Sports Network. Let's talk some Utah football. Joining us, Van Fillinger, obviously a weird year last year. You play five games, and
2: you, you participated in all those five games for Utah. For that being your freshman year, you're probably finding out what the real experience of being a college football player <laughs> yeah. is
4: like this year. Yeah, it was really weird last year, honestly. And the thing is, is like it's not completely back to, normally yeah, we still wear masks in the facility so it's definitely better than it was last year but it was real weird last year i mean no fans or anything at the games and you know i'm a big uh like i feed off the energy that the fans bring and stuff so i'm real excited to get after it this year and, and have a full stadium
0: Hanson scouting weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network